In his speech to caucus, conservative leader Pierre Polyev accused the Liberal government of sending Canadian tax dollars to terrorists and dictatorships. Concordia University has released a five-year plan to decolonize and indigenize its entire curriculum. The city of Kelowna hopes that a temporary tiny home village will help provide housing to the city's growing homeless population. Hello Canada, it's Monday, January 29th, and this is the True North Daily Brief. I'm Cosman Georgia. And I'm Lindsay Shepard. We've got you covered with all the news you need to know. Let's discuss the top stories of the day and the True North exclusives you won't hear anywhere else. Conservative leader Pierre Polyev accused the government of using foreign aid to fund terrorists and dictators in a speech to caucus on Sunday. Polyev also highlighted his party's priorities as Parliament returns Monday after the winter break. Polyev attacked Trudeau for having funded the United Nations Relief and Works Agency for Palestine Refugees, UNRWA, calling the agency a terrorist organization. This comes amid allegations that some of its members took part in Hamas's brutal October 7th attack on Israel. Canada has since announced a pause on UNRWA funding. Polyev pledged to make the Liberals' recent pause in UNRWA funding permanent if he is elected and said he will also defund the Beijing-based Asian Infrastructure Investment Bank. So, Lindsay, this speech sort of coincided with the Liberal Party's retreat, which happened last week, and we see both parties flexing their priorities as we move closer to an election within a year or two. But I just wanted to ask you, you know, the UNRWA commitment wasn't the only thing that Polyev pledged here. What are some of the other priorities that he's outlined during this caucus meeting. As you mentioned, Kosman Polyev committed to defunding the Beijing-based Asian Infrastructure Investment Bank. He said that we should be building pipelines and roads in Canada, not in Asia. Polyev also said his four priorities will be axing the carbon tax, fixing the budget, building homes, and stopping crime. In his speech, he mentioned that his focus on crime comes because... Violent crime is up by 40%, and the number of overdose deaths is up 200%. And 48,000 Canadians have lost their lives to overdoses after eight years of Justin Trudeau's policy of decriminalizing crack and heroin and giving out tax-subsidized opioids that have heroin-level potency. Those were Pierre Polyev's words. Montreal's Concordia University is seeking to decolonize and indigenize every aspect of its academic curriculum and pedagogy. The university has highlighted its agenda in a five-year strategic implementation plan published last fall. As direct beneficiaries of Concordia University's curriculum programs, 
students will be grounded in the knowledge and ability to critically evaluate the history and impacts of colonialism, value the importance of learning about diverse Indigenous histories, voices, and perspectives, while experiencing creative learning opportunities both in and out of the classroom. Plan reads, Concordia's strategy contains four priorities for decolonization, a term that the university defines as a necessary and ongoing process of unlearning, uncovering, and transforming legacies of colonialism, as well as utilizing the educational and knowledge systems available to relearn and rebuild the social, cultural, and linguistic foundations that were lost or eroded through colonialism. There are several ways in which the university hopes to make this goal a reality, including by cultivating a collective critical consciousness. Concordia's second priority is the imposition of cultural safety across diverse learning spaces, which the school hopes to achieve through DEI training that centers on microaggressions. Cosmin, did you even understand any of that? No, I didn't, and it's filled with the same academic jargon that we're so accustomed to, and all these plans to decolonize and indigenize don't really make sense. They might as well like set off a nuke because all of public education and the university college system in Canada is a colonial institution. We might as well get rid of common law. We might as well get rid of parliament if we're going to decolonize society. I mean, places of higher learning are set up to systematize knowledge and if you're interested in storytelling, you know, indigenous ways of knowing, why are you even going to a university in the first place if your entire intention is to tear down the institution? A British Columbia city says its tiny home village will be a temporary solution to the city's growing homelessness crisis. In collaboration with the province, Kelowna has built 60 single-room tiny homes, each spanning 60 square feet along the 700 block of Crowley Ave in the North End. The pilot project will assess how effective tiny homes could be as a response to the growing homeless population in British Columbia. According to Mayor Tom Diaz, the city will work with local residents to address concerns about the village being erected near residential homes. We're now meeting with the team that has been structured here on a quarterly basis, he said. Recognizing that there are concerns in the neighborhood, we want to do everything we can to address those concerns. Operated by the John Howard Society of Okanagan and Kootenai, a non-profit organization, the tiny homes will come with daily meals, skills training, and assistance in securing more permanent housing. The selection process for residents will prioritize those currently living in shelters or encampments, with the goal of reducing the number of individuals forced to sleep outdoors. The village is slated to be ready for occupancy in early February. In addition to the current initiative, the province has disclosed plans to construct an additional 60 modular units at a second site on Highway 97 North. So, Lindsay, I have my doubts whether 60 single-room tiny homes will be an effective solution to this crisis. Will this even make any difference for these people's situation? An optimist would say it's worth a shot right? I mean, this is preferable to having people in tents. And if we think back actually to the spring of 2023, there was a TikTok video that went viral because it was 
this um, tour down the bike lane area where all of these tents were set up in an encampment in Kelowna. And then Pierre Polyev, conservative leader, tweeted this video and it generated a lot of discussion, a big focus on homelessness in Kelowna. And officials in Kelowna were mad that they were called out in this way. So, you know, from a city beautification point of view, I mean, you're probably removing these tent cities and instead you're kind of creating this area in what looks like to be an an industrial neighborhood from a preliminary look at Google Maps. But it, you know, if you look at the BC housing website, they say that this is going to be a fully fenced perimeter. It's going to have gated access, security, lighting, cameras. So ideally, yeah, you would hope the people who move here can kind of get cleaned up and they can go on to work. But it also, you know, I watched this tour of one of these little units by the local news called Castanet. And the reporter in that video made a a comparison to work camps. She said that these are like little work camp units. And it made me think, okay, but where's the work element? I mean, sure, like these people are going to have overdose prevention services. They're going to have somewhere to sleep, which is good, somewhere to put their belongings and, you know, probably feel more safe. But where is, I guess, the purpose? Like, why as a country can't we put these people to work doing some sort of task that works for them? That's it for today, folks. Make sure to check in at www.tnc.news throughout the day for all the news you need to know. Also, please keep an eye out for The Andrew Lawton Show and Ratioed with Harrison Faulkner later today. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to share our work with your friends and neighbors. And if you're able, please consider supporting independent media at donate.tnc.news.